Yeah. And then he has <laughs> dreams, recurring dreams of Emma Watson, where he, they like do super nerdy stuff together, like go to a murder mystery party. And then like she solves the murder mystery too quick. And so he's like, dang it, Hermione, way to spoil it for everyone. And I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about what I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about what I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now. Like we said last time. We're going to do feelings today. Yep. So I'm Emily. I'm Laura. And this is Mental Health Moment. <laughs> and... We kind of wanted to just like have a feeling song, like yeah. Oh whoa! Like there's already Sarah McLaughlin or Sarah McLaughlin. (laughs) That song that she does with the animals, oh, to get you to donate money to freaking all the feelings. Like I don't care who you are, you can be dead inside, and if you see that commercial, you will cry a little. Like it's gonna happen. So maybe if you don't have feelings or you don't think you have feelings, you should go watch that commercial and see and see what happens and see if like you're dead inside truly though. Like maybe you're a sociopath, and that's how you'll know. And, you know, if you are a sociopath, that's fine. Just don't come after us at all, because there's no cure for that, right? Like, that's not one you can help with, (laughs) right, Emily? Like, just, like, um, go in peace, and bye. Good luck. Good Good luck luck to that. This may not be your podcast. Yeah, this is not really going to be helpful for you. (laughs) Right. Um, yes. Okay, so, so for people who struggle to feel their feelings, Uh we kind of wanted to give this, like, tutorial of things that you can do to work on feeling your feelings. Right. Like a practical example because yes. it was really hard for me and then my therapist would look at me like I'm he, he wouldn't know what to do because he's like I know like you're you're a smart person you understand what I'm t- trying to ask you to do and I'm like I know that I can understand the words but I literally do not know how to do the thing you were asking like right what do you mean how do I like how do I literally feel feelings once I've decided I don't want to because I don't remember making the decision not to do it it just happened like uh-huh. it was all very confusing to me and I was like I'm not playing dumb I promise I really don't get this like right. and help I think me out. That, you know there's a lot of people who actually are in the same boat as you I you would know think there would and, be yeah um, I mean I think that you know when we as therapists were like okay now we're gonna work on the feelings and they're like but I what do you what? mean who what you know or Where I try to do like a very emotive kind of therapeutic Gosh. modality they just stare at me like no that's not mm-mm, mm-mm. that doesn't work he tried to trick me into it a bunch of times like he's like we're gonna do um guided imagery to see uncover the feelings and I was like um it, it, I knew it was working because I was like seeing interesting things that I'm sure were metaphors for crap, but I just like wouldn't tell him because I was like, no, I don't want to like talk about the weird man in a red shirt if it, in the distance, you know, like I, so I can't, it, that was also, that also did not feel super safe because I was like, I don't know where, where we're going with this. Like, right. I don't know how to do this. Don't ask me to do stuff without me knowing the end result. Duh. how dare you gosh so i think maybe even just to start out the journey like the first step it would be to prepare yourself that you're gonna have a feeling guys you're gonna have a feeling yep and it's not going to last forever Mm -mm, it's gonna end it will end Mm -hmm. and i think just knowing that key piece of information that can help a lot of people right there because it's like okay Mm -hmm. so maybe i feel like i'm dead inside and maybe i've chosen over the years or maybe i haven't chosen it just happened yeah that my strategy to deal with life is 
I'm not gonna check in or connect in with uh-uh. my feelings because not when they're not good ones. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. gonna be selective. I feel like most people right. are probably selective. No one I think is like across the board bad at all feelings. Like I'm actually I can be a very emotive, I'm a very excitable person. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> that's an understatement. Um, <laughs> I, I get very passionate about various things and that's all great, but I'm selective. And I think most people are, cause when my therapist first posed to me like, oh, I think you kind of, you know, struggle with emotions. I was like, no, I'm really great at that. Don't you see how happy I get? I like, I'm so, or, or like, I'm like, I have like lots of great relationships because I can be there for other people, mm-hmm. but I can't with certain select things. I can't do it for myself. I can't understand what's happening. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So if you, you're not entirely dead inside. So don't think, no, I don't struggle with this. If you feel like a little bit of tension in your life randomly, or you find yourself getting (laughs) overly worried about random things, maybe you have some stuff you need to look at a little bit and maybe you need to feel some feelings. And that's why you're we're having such an intense response to various things is because right. you've got some buried feelings. Yes. So, yeah. Like, for example, I, I like to use the example of driving. Mm-hmm. People who tend to select their feelings mm-hmm. and think that anger is not okay to feel or sadness, those kinds of Are things. Can you tell me they have a great road rage right now? Uh, they can. Uh-huh. They can. I mean, I've seen both sides of the spectrum. Okay. Um, either they go like super road rage and they're the ones that you're like, oh, wow, I'm worried about you. Better not have like any like tire iron in their uh-uh. trunk. Cause but, they could hurt Cause someone. that could be sketch. Right. Uh-huh. Or there's the other spectrum where they just have kind of this like blank look uh-huh. and they like tell you feelings without an emotional connection. And so their oh, insides gosh. and their outsides don't match up. <laughs> oh, that's so. so cute because, um, that would be me. Uh, my therapist was like, so you have incongruent affect. And I was like, yeah. first I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh, that's like a self-defining term. I know what the word incongruent means. I know mm-hmm. what an affect is. So I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you were correct. Cause I will, I do that all the time. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to talk about things that make me sad and Nothing. And Just I'm fine. Blank right. face. It's fine. Right. So yeah. they'll be driving on the road and they're like, oh my gosh, you're such a jerk. You just cut me right look off. Look at that. Like, uh, what a dork. No, no, no. And it's like, uh, you almost just died a little bit. Right. Weird. So, I do that one. Sean does the other. That is so funny. Incongruent affect. That's weird. Yep. So if your insides and your outsides don't match up. Right. Then that may mean that you struggle feeling your emotions. Yep. And or if you get super ragey mm-hmm. over weird stuff and you're like, over weird stuff like crazy? the grandma uh-huh. in front of you. Yeah. Who maybe. really, is that really what you're mad at? Probably not. Like right. maybe she's to, adorable. And she's like, if it were your grandma, you'd let her do all sorts of weird stuff. Like, you Cause know, grandmas do cause weird stuff. They do a lot. It's just, you know, it's intense, but yeah. Cause they can a, get away with it. Cause they can't, I can't wait till I'm old and I can just I be know. a jerk all the time. And like, people can't really say anything about it. I'm right. just excited. Oh, I have so many plans. I like, got plans. I'm, I'm going to like rob a bank. It's fine. <laughs> it's going to be so cute. People are going to be like, call the police. No, this is so cute. Look at her with her white hair. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. He tried to like steal a dollar from the bank. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, that's adorable. Here, that. Grandma, like we'll give you some money. Like it's cute. Go get that's some groceries. Adorable. Yeah. We all took a collection up. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, first step is knowing you're gonna feel an emotion. Yep. And it will end. Mm-hmm. That is definitely the first step. Second step, you got to get safe. Yep. Especially when you begin to feel emotions, you need to be in a safe environment to. 
feel them. Yes. So... Because when you first start feeling emotions, you still kind of have that choice of like, okay, I'm going to choose to feel this or not do it later. And you need to realize that choice is happening. And I kept getting confused because I was like, well, I don't remember choosing Choosing. not to. And it's like, yeah, that's because you have it on autopilot. Like you Uh didn't have to think about it. So like, let's do, let's do a real life example or something so that people can like, you know, yeah. practice it in their real life as they see similar situations arise. Cause that's what's helpful to me. Cause I was like, theory is great, theory but is when great. you see it in practice, it's great. So let's say you're real at life, real life. Um, you're at a friend's house and someone says something kind of rude to you or like says something that's very offensive to you. And you're like, like it's all mean girls. Yeah. It gets real mean girls on you. And you're like, Oh, I was not ready for this. Um, and you're like, I could either feel the feeling right now, which if it were like maybe your best friend who was just being a B for no reason, maybe you could do that. But most oftentimes, no, especially if there's other people there and you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Right. You probably are going to want to make the decision to put a pin in that emotion until you have time to think about what it means to you and like, why are you upset and like feel your feelings in the privacy of your own home yes. or around people who are safe, like yes. your spouse or whatever. Uh-huh. Um. So that's a good instance of like, that doesn't mean you're running away from your feelings. You're no. literally hitting a pause button and you're planning to finish the cycle later yes. so that you don't get stuck on it forever. And it will get like buried into the you know log of the things you never, <laughs> you never felt. The depth um, of the tar pit. I mean, for real though, you need to address that. So then you wait mm-hmm. until you get safe. Like you were saying. Yes. Um, and then what happens when like you get hit with, uh, am I being a drama queen? Am I being like, and you start to think you're being bad because you're like, I don't think like I should feel this upset about it. I don't. That's stupid. I'm being stupid. Like these are thoughts that people have. All the I time. Mean, I'm just speaking yeah. from experience. Like, <laughs> um, I don't want to feel that. That makes me feel like I'm being like a baby about it. Right. Um. What do I, you do? Well, so there's a few things. So there's some cognitive challenging that needs to happen at that point because it's it's challenging that core belief that like. That core belief is there saying, no, you don't need to feel this. Like, that's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And challenging that with, no, okay, I'm a human and I get to feel my feelings. Right. It's happening and, regardless. Remember? Right. Yeah. And so allowing yourself to be like, okay, I guess we're feeling this This now? is going to happen. And I'm okay with it. Yes. Because I want to be a person. Okay with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And just accepting, okay, this is what people do. People feel feelings. Even if they're intense. And like, what I do when I realize, oh, you kind of feel like strongly about this, I think... It's possible that after we're done feeling the initial feeling of like being upset that we might want to look at why it's so upsetting, but that Uh the fact that there's something deeper doesn't mean you're crazy or bad. It means, you know, maybe somebody accidentally, you know, triggered something that was a little bit more personal to you than you realized. And the other thing that I think is helpful that helps me give myself permission to feel my feelings is to remember, um, if you don't learn how to feel all of your feelings, Uh you have big holes in your empathetic capacity. Like you cannot empathize with others on the feelings that if you felt them yourself, you would think were stupid. You can't like, I I like to tell myself like, I'm a really good friend, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But if one of my friends reacted to an emotion the same way I would react, I'd be like, yeah, good call. Even if it were not healthy, you know what I mean? And so it's like, no, you're not being a good friend. You're not being like, you're, you're limiting yourself and your capacity to be a good person. If you don't learn how to feel all your feels. And that kind of motivates me. Cause I'm like, I really want to be like a good friend. Like, I, I want to be a good person. I, really wanna, I know. And it's kind of like leaning into like a little bit of a, a problematic other thing, but it, mm. it's helpful in this instance to say to yourself, well, do you want to be better? Like, do you right. want to be a good friend and you know, helpful? 
give yourself permission to feel the feeling, even if it makes you feel a little bit embarrassed or you feel like, oh, it's, it's too much, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's probably not. It probably just has something else. So look at it, examine it and feel it for a second. Right. Yeah. Right. And another thing you can do. So let's say, you know, the thing at your friend's happened, you Mm -hmm. are thinking, okay, I'm feeling something, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it's going to go, but can't deal with it now because my friend's still in the room and I kind of think they're a jerk face right now. Right. So maybe not the time. So going to put a pin in it. Mm -hmm. So let's say you go home that night and kind of get in your safe space, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe with your spouse or like a friend or Mm -hmm. your mom or whoever's there. Can talk it out. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's... Okay, so now what? I know, because it is hard to be like, hey, now, okay, I got to feel the feeling. I got to finish the cycle. M, how do you, like, feel a feeling? (laughs) Yeah, so after you've given yourself permission and stuff, I recommend writing or, um, like, free writing. I call it, like, verbal vomit. So you just take a pen or a pencil to paper and you just, like, write whatever comes out of your head yeah like don't worry about grammar don't worry about Mm-mm. sentence structure like just punctuation try nothing and, like, like describe that. it like, like get it just out. just start writing about the situation or if you're not comfortable with writing you can just start kind of thinking Guess about the I situation do. or verbal vomit i record myself sometimes because I, rec- I have to record myself for work all the time anyway oh, yeah. so I, i've kind of gotten into the habit of recording things and then listening back to them whatever um and then one day i was like you could do this for the occasions when Honestly, writing feels like too much. It's too intense. So I just record myself and then I don't save those most of the time. Right. Well, because you don't have to. You don't have to because after you complete the cycle, you're done. Yeah. You're donezo Carizian. Like you're done. So, um, but yeah, sometimes you, you free write or my therapist was like, because I'm, I'm just real bad at it. So he was like, try describing how it feels physically. Like what does it feel like physically? And like. Like, is your chest tight? Does your right. head hurt? Are your hands sweaty? Are you clenching your fists? That probably is, is your anger. stomach, like, kind of angry? Right. Like, do you feel like you want to run? Uh, yes. Uh, these are all good things. My uh-huh. one friend is also bad at feelings, which is why we're friends. Hey, Brianna. Um, <laughs> I love her so much. And, like, anyway, she'll laugh at that um, if she listens. And she, her therapist was like, hey, you should, like, write down your feelings and how they felt. And then literally when you feel things again, you can double check with the symptoms. Cause she, she also struggles with connecting like yes. how she feels with like what the feeling is. Uh-huh. And then it's like a code breaker, a little, like you have your own little code breaker in your possession where you're like, okay, what is it when your chest feels tied and like hands this, oh, I'm like really angry and frustrated. That's what that is. And that sounds really yes. stupid no. if you're great at emotions, but for those of us who are dead inside, it's really helpful. So I also know somebody who, and I thought this was a brilliant, brilliant idea. They actually um, got a feelings calendar, like, so they learned a different emotion, like, every day, and the feeling had, like, a face with it to kind of, like, show you, you know, again, that affect thing, matching your insides and your outsides (laughs) together, and I thought that was such a great idea because I was like, yes, and so then, because a lot of times, I would say, like, because people, when they get so disconnected from their feelings, they really even lack the basic vocabulary so true. to describe what is going <sighs> on. Same friend, Brianna, me and other friend, Jess, who hopefully will be a guest on the podcast. Uh-huh. We're talking about this. Um, 
you know, you can be a really intelligent person, very well-spoken, good writer, all these things, and you literally do not have the emotional vocabulary because there aren't enough detailed words to describe the exact way something feels and because everything feels different to different people. Yes. So, like, how do you know that your anger, quote-unquote anger, feels the same way to you as it feels to somebody else? You really, it, it's a very personal experience learning how to create your own emotional vocabulary. It's yes. very person-specific. And so, yeah. Well, and also, if your anger feels or looks different than maybe how you saw your dad get angry when right. you were young. It'll or how your mom you. got angry. You're uh-huh. like, wait, what's wait is this actually anger? And so, having somebody that you can be like... Hey, I'm, f- I'm feeling this. Would I Tell me. <laughs> describe this as this feeling? And you're like, yeah. You know, um, so t- tons of different ways. I mean, so writing it out or recording yourself mm-hmm. talking about it yep. can really help you kind of get into this mode of like, okay, these are my physical symptoms. This is how my body feels. Mm-hmm. I would most likely think this would be... What it is. Like sad or frustrated or angry mm-hmm. or... It helps to create the words yeah. for it. Yeah. And so, and the great thing is, if you're wrong, you can change it. Right. It's not binding. No. It's your own personal thing. And like, so for some reason, when you actually do the act of either writing it out or talking it out to yourself, even if you don't keep that recording or whatever, for some reason, it helps you remember it later anyways, yes. because you actually bothered to get it out. And I really like, for me, the act of recording it and then discarding it um, really helps because it's like, no, it was safe. Like no one had to hear. Cause I'm always worried. Yeah. Like my emotions are like too much. Like I need to like bottle them up cause it's unacceptable. And it's like, no, I got them out to their fullest extent. It was totally safe. And then I threw it away and it, it didn't hurt anybody. Right. Look at that. Like Magic. nobody had to take nobody my got stuff on. No, no, no. Cause I don't even like fully letting it out in therapy because I was like, ah, oh, you are crazy. And it was like, no, you're not blah, blah, blah. Like <laughs> you should probably be better than therapy. But if you, if you aren't there yet, then the whole, you know, recording or writing it out or whatever really helps. So, yes. So yes. then so what happens though? Um, cause I, I was stealing this example from a semi real life example. What happens when, um, let me ask this. Is there any utility in sharing your feelings with other humans, especially if you think they are bad feelings, like that they weren't, you, you had thought they were unacceptable to begin with. Once you finish the, the cycle and you feel like, Hey, I feel like complete about this now. Um, one thing that I still am learning to do is learn to decide when it's okay to share that with like mm-hmm. my spouse. And when it's like, cause I, d- I don't get it. I'm like, well, why would I why would I make I his, my problems his problems? Like, I don't, I like to be independent. I don't like to feel codependent. And so, um, but my therapist pointed out, sometimes it's good to share your feelings with the people who love you the most, because then they can learn what kind of like drives you crazy or hurts your feelings or whatever. And they, that's, that's them getting to know you better. Yes. And like, that means you're sharing your life with someone else. It's you, a way to connect. It's a way to connect. It's crazy. So it's yeah. that. And I think there's... There's not a great answer for it, but I think it's like a lot of trial and error. Yeah. Like sometimes like (laughs) with people, I know that when I first started like feeling my feelings and I was Uh just like, like I would just be like, and then I say something and I'm like, I don't, I don't think I should have told you that. all of that. I think I maybe should have said a fraction. I think it's good. Sometimes it's good to like, you can work out, you can work out your feelings when you're still confused with like a therapist. They can help you identify things. Um, or a really trusted friend who will not be upset with you 
like Sean, I can. Work if you overshare, out. right? If you overshare, they're not going to like hold it or undershare or under. Yeah, either <laughs> they're going to forgive you because they love you and you have that connection or trust or whatever. But then sometimes, like I, so I had a full cycle the other day of a very sad emotion resulting from work, and I didn't need to. I didn't have any desire to to make Sean feel sad. I did not want to share the emotion in a way that it's like contagious. Like now you have it. Right. So now you feel sad. Right. I mostly just wanted to say, Hey, I get upset when bad things happen to my clients. I really care about my clients mm-hmm. and that's why I'm distressed right now. And it, do you ever like feel that way? And we talked about it that way, which isn't the, quite mm-hmm. the same thing as like dumping your emotions or I didn't need Sean to help me figure out how I felt, or I didn't need him to solve the problem. I wanted the want instead of need. I wanted him to know, what Where, like made me sad. Yeah. And that's totally different. And that felt a lot better. Cause I don't, I don't like to dump with, with certain things. I, I would never want to do that to somebody else. I'm like, it was already hard enough for me. Why would I want to dump on, on Sean? And it's like, no, you're not, you're not dumping and you're not being codependent. You're, you're sharing your connecting. life with the person you say you love. Like, <laughs> And then you're sharing your life with. Right. Cause you don't want to live your life where you're just living parallel lives and nobody really understands you or knows what really is going on in your <laughs> And so feeling emotions and practicing feeling emotions and then practicing communicating those emotions in a safe way, in a safe way, Mm -hmm. this is what leads to that interdependence. You know, it's not the codependent. It's not the completely independent parallel lives. It's this interdependence where you're like, okay, I can connect with you and feel safe with you. And we can talk about kind of hard things, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to ruin our lives. Nope. I'm not going to dump on you. You're not going to be, you, I don't want Sean to ever feel like he's responsible for my nonsense. I'm responsible for my nonsense. Right. But he can know, huh, Laura gets sad about this. And like, then he'll know me better. Right. You know, and then he can do the same to me and I'll know him better. And it's like, you have a much more fulfilling relationship when you understand the person you're with a little bit better, you know? Right. When, when you feel safe enough to be like, Uh, this was really hard and I'm really struggling. And, and I think that there's so much power in having that human moment where you can tell somebody else, okay, I'm really struggling. I don't really even know what I'm feeling right now. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And I'm going to take care of that. Just like be nice to me because you do not have to fix this. Just be like, Hey, I still love you. (laughs) Right. And that feels so good. Um, and that's not, that's not mean or that's not mean to the person you're sharing it with because you're not I always, I always remind Sean, I'm like, cause his instinct is to always try and fix. Right. So I'm like, when I start telling him something, I'm like, Hey, by the way, remember, I'm not telling you to, cause you have to fix this. I'm just letting you know why, like why I'm a little sad right now so that you don't worry. Cause it used to be Sean would just look at me and be like, you look sad. What's wrong? And I'm like, I promise I'm not mad at you. It was just a work thing. And I just bottle it up. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, Oh Sean did not know all the things and now he knows a little bit more and it's helpful. It's very helpful. Yeah. Share your feelings after you process them. It can be really nice. Or like as you process them, if the person's really, really, you know, you're really close and that's a safe thing to do. Yeah. You can process with a person. Yeah. Good idea. So that's, those are some ways you can start feeling your feelings mm-hmm. and, and feeling like, you know, after you feel an emotion, after you journal it, like allow yourself to feel that, journal it or... Yep talk about it or whatever you may kind of have this like residue kind of mm-hmm. happen for the first while when you first start oh really where you just kind of feel like oh that was a big event and i'm still kind of like not back to where i was what is but going on? i just kind of feel off and that's okay sometimes it takes time it takes time that's helpful to know actually because mm-hmm. sometimes it really does feel like when the cycle is complete you're like 
whoa, I feel so much better. And nothing happened. Like literally I did not act on anything. I did not behave differently. It was all in my head. And yet somehow I feel better. And it's so weird because it all occurred in just your noggin. Right. And then other times it's like, wait, what? I still feel off. It's good to know Something that residue is weird and just yeah. things take time. Sometimes. So allow yourself the residue of sometimes, cause especially with kind of harder emotions and mm-hmm. sad emotions, kind of those, um, they tend to leave a residue a little bit longer. Dang. And so just, but Dang. knowing again, won't what we said forever. at the beginning won't last forever. It's mm-hmm. just part of feeling it. And the great news is the more you practice feeling your feelings, the less residue you're going to have. Fantastic. So Yay, go. it's like, oh. I need to work on this more then. Yeah. Yay. Cause residue sex. Yep. 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 So if you have any comments or questions or anything, please mm-hmm. feel free to message us. You can yeah. follow us on Facebook, mental health moment. Uh, you can check out the website, emilyknewbold.com. Um, thank your music guy. Yes, Jonathan Colton. Thank yes. you so much. We just think it is super great. <laughs> we think it's amazing. Anyway, and um, subscribe. Yep. Subscribe, subscribe. Please. And we'll see you next time. Bye. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about what I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. I feel fantastic. And I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about what I felt that day. When I felt the way that I do right now. Right now. Right now.